Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Mas, the official podcast of Somos Mas NM and your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United. My name, of course, is Seth Bidoff, and joining me tonight, we have Jacob Terrell. Earl Nieto was there. I don't know where he went. There he is. Earl is back. We've got a full house tonight. Sorry, um, how do you get water? All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I do want to give another big thank you to Harry Austin, who joined me on the show last week. Uh, if you watched it, appreciate you being here. That episode finally did get edited. It will be up on podcast services tonight, and then this one will go up tomorrow morning ahead of the match against Sacramento. Uh, so, yeah, welcome back, Jacob and Earl. Glad you guys are back with us. Hope you guys uh, were able to to take care of your family situations that, that, that came up last week. And uh, no, Earl's shaking his head no. So, um before we do get, we do have two matches to talk about this week, obviously. So we're going to get into that here in just a minute. But before we do, um, I do want to say uh, it is National Mental Health Awareness Month. The club is putting out things about it. We've talked about mental health awareness in the past. And I do want to ask you guys one burning question this week How is your mental health? <laughs> that's, that's deep. <laughs> Fucking Earl. Wow. Yes, a serious question. And Earl's over here digging around again. <laughs> I was not expecting that one. But uh, but no, I mean, seriously, I mean, you know, it, it, it is an important topic. And I wanted to ask you guys this because, you know, without going, I won't go too much into detail. You know, last week we did mention that Earl had a death in the family. Jacob, you had you were, your family was dealing with an illness over the past year and really the past few years we've all had a number of things uh go on harry over in the chat i uh, appreciate you being here um we were just we were just saying thank you to you for joining us last week um oh yeah over the last couple of years like a lot's gone on and earl and your family has been dealing with some some, some losses this year jacob you guys have had some some uh familial issues i've had some live big life changes and so you know, I think it's a, I think it's important that we do bring this up and talk about it every, at least every every now and then. Um, you know, how are you guys doing right now? I mean, I'm. Is this thing on? Yeah, you're on. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, I'm doing as best as I mean we possibly can. I mean, you didn't want to say it, but I will. I mean, my wife's. So last year, my wife's dad passed away. The, a week ago today, my wife's grandma passed away. So I mean. It, it it's take it as it is. I mean, I sent you guys a text yesterday trying to make light of the entire situation. Um, none of you assholes commented on it, so I'm sorry, I was asleep. So um I was the old man last night, apparently. Oh, wrong one. Damn it. <laughs> no, that's a lot of damage. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, so we're uh we're we're making it as best as we possibly can. I'm sure my wife's listening at this moment, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be nice. Um, Harry, I do appreciate you filling in for Jacob last week um, because at least someone here besides Seth knew what they're talking about. Um, so I appreciate you filling in for Jacob last week. Uh, I did tune in a little bit here and there, um, but then obviously emotional damage kicked in, so I had to go to sleep. No, and obviously, you know, anytime you lose someone, it, it, it is tough, you know, whether it's, you know, you directly or in this case, you know, your wife had lost a couple folks and, you know, 
uh, we lost a family member uh, not too long ago. Uh, well, I should last December, I should say. And then a year or so before that, my grandmother passed away. So, um, you know, it, it, it's tough. And so, you know, we, Jacob and I both let you know, you know, if there's anything you need, obviously you can reach out to us and, you know, we'll help you out and, you know, do what we so, can. Um, and so as many of you know, I do make comedy out of the worst situations. Um, really? Yeah, I know. So for one, I do appreciate you guys offering whatever support I do need. Um, but there's one thing, Seth, I need you to do. Okay. If this is a fucking joke, I swear to God. <laughs> oh my gosh and at this point we are canceled uh where do i go from here guys uh where do i go from here uh yeah so if earl is done which i'm gonna say he is um He did warn us about this yes, beforehand. He yeah, I found a new website that has a whole bunch of um, non-copyrighted sound Drops. pipes. So, so you guys are you guys are in for a long night. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, first, Harry, uh, we're not going to talk about that at all. Uh, I will say that thank you for for stepping in. I. I was so excited for you to be on with you after, you know, we, we met and you were at the game and, and, uh, just couldn't, couldn't make it happen. There's a lot going on right now. Uh, we're about to move. Uh, I'm changing jobs. Uh, Seth looked at me funny after I said that. I knew uh, about the job, but he hadn't so, mentioned the move yet. So the job comes with a house. Oh, nice. Out at the lake. And so, uh, rent free just got to pay utilities uh it's a very awesome thing um so we're doing that we're also going to california on friday uh so i will not be at the game uh we're taking a little vacation because i have uh a week between when this job ends and the next job starts and since i'm just now starting off i don't really have uh uh time built up to take vacation at all this year so we figured we might as well do it now while we can um yes further out into the middle of nowhere it is um it's about 20 minutes from town here um but as far as mental health goes uh to anybody else who has taken on a kid that is not their own uh my wife yeah are you talking about you yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, it is tough. Um, you know, we've got two boys, five and three, um, and then to get another three-year-old in the middle of that that has had no discipline whatsoever in her life, basically, and as as best I can tell, had to fend for herself when it comes to food a lot. Um, she has to have surgery on the seventh of June. Uh, because she got four or five bad teeth. Um, they're going to try to fill the cavities, but they might not be able to. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, and it's just, so, it's a lot. Long story, long story short, I know it's, I know your mental status. I know it. 
Oh, guys. Um, but uh, one, I'm happy that we have her and she is safe and on the track to being healthier. Uh, two, uh, the new job is a step up. New house is a step up. Um, it's just busy. And uh, I mean, taking a vacation to the beach can't come i can't complain i literally cannot complain um and so all in all i think we're good just you know everyday everyday life just kind of like kids if there's any kids listening which i'm sorry for the f word that was dropped in a will smith reference earlier um but growing up really isn't all that it's not all that it's it's really not. So please enjoy your youth while you still can. Yeah, absolutely. That don't be in too much of a rush to to grow up and yeah, enjoy it. Make your make your mistakes while you're while you're young and they have no significant consequences ninety five percent of the time. So, um, but yeah, you know, I just with it being National Mental Health Awareness Month, I wanted to bring that question up and, and ask you guys a little bit about how you're doing. Um, like I said, we've all been through quite a few things over the past you know, few years. And, and you know, my life has made <clears throat> a drastic change, as, as you guys have seen. And you guys know more about what's going on, you know, behind the scenes. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's entirely, it's extremely important to, to bring it up and talk about it. And, you know, and just keep reiterating the fact that, you if it's okay to not be okay that that's the that's the new thing and it's it really is it's okay to not be okay it's okay to reach out and say hey i need help and you know there are resources all around you know obviously the three of us are not mental health professionals but you know if you need someone to to talk to like reach out to one of us and we will we'll try to talk to you we'll try to help you find a resource you know earl works for the state maybe he can help find something through there. Um, and, and depending on the issues, you know, there are other options out there. You know, there is, you know, if it's serious enough to where you're contemplating suicide, you know, obviously national suicide prevention hotline, 1-800-273-8255. You can reach out to that. Um, well, you have that number memorized. I do. I do have that number memorized. Um, and then I, Is it just Drake singing in a song? Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, that that was hotline bling, Earl. Sorry. No, there's a there's another. <laughs> I'm, one. Kidding, Earl. I'm kidding, Earl. <laughs> Earl I'm kidding, Earl. Earl copyright. We're about to get with copyright. Um, but you know, it's it's important, and you know, we've seen, you know, we've talked about some of our our personal things on here, and you know, there are resources available. The state ha- has resources. The the there's obviously, you know, hotlines you can call, uh, if you're employed, check with your, your healthcare benefits provider, they may have an employee assistance program. Mine does to where they offer, uh, groups of five sessions uh, of counseling for free. Um, and, and that's, you know, per issue. So your employer may offer something like that. Uh, use websites like BetterHelp. If you're not comfortable going in person, someone betterhelp.com, they will lead you hook you up with a with a provider you can talk to uh, remotely you don't have to go anywhere you can do it from the comfort of your own home but it's just important to, ju- to talk about you know we saw david estrada make a couple of tweets this week and you know he talked or he talked about how he had talked about his his mental health um 
in the past. And so we've seen it become more prevalent in society and sports in, in general, you know, fame, you know, well, infamously now Calvin Ridley stepped away from the Atlanta Falcons last year. Other, you know, high profile folks have stepped away for their mental health. Uh, several years ago, Robin Williams passed away. Um, and what many folks didn't know is that he struggled with depression um, before he passed away. And so, you know, all of that's just the way to say, you know, there are resources available, you know, reach out, talk to someone. Um, and you know, you're not the only person going through something. I, I would even go so far to say that everybody is going through something. Mm -hmm. Like if to me, it's almost as if, if you're saying you don't have a need to talk to somebody, you're lying to yourself. Um, like I look at myself and I'm like, uh, good family, all in good health for the most part. Um, COVID didn't really hit me that hard. Uh, we lost my grandmother-in-law, um, but but other than that, you know, we've gotten it, gotten through it, or or whatever. Um, have a good job, moving to a better job, even. Uh, like i i could easily say oh no i'm good um but there are just things that no matter how perfect on the outside it may seem uh there are things inside that you're just like man just little things that kind of gnaw at you or eat at you and and it, and it's good to be able to have somebody to talk to them about whether it's a friend or a pastor or a therapist or um, you know whatever. It just to talk about it and get it off your chest, I think helps tremendously. And like, even if it, even if you guys need to get a hold of us and just vent, um, because we don't know what's going on, we don't know who you're venting about or anything like that. Uh, so we can be as biased as unbiased as possible. Um, just, just let us know, or just encourage you guys to, to get the help that you guys, uh, might need or think you need, or maybe you don't think you need it, but at somewhere deep in down, deep down inside, you know, you do. So, um, Seth, thank you for, for bringing this up. I, uh, was not expecting it. Um, mainly because I was oblivious to the fact that it was mental hair, mental awareness month, mental health awareness month. There we go. Yeah. Um, Cause I thought it was something else entirely month uh, because there's, it seems like every month has five or six things that it is. Uh, but, but yeah, I, and what would have helped my mental health status was uh, a win against San Antonio, but that was for a podcast last week. And I already see Harry talking crap in the chat a little bit earlier, so <laughs> so we will just move on from that. And and because Harry is talking crap, I'm about to go down to Taco Bell and get me a blast. <laughs> I think it is National Burrito Month too. That might be what the other thing is. <laughs> Because I know Chipotle is doing like free delivery on uh, on orders through through Cinco de Mayo. Andrew Gunn, Andrew Gunn had a take on Twitter. Yes, he did. I saw this. 
And you mentioned Chipotle, and it set me off because he said it tasted like garbage or cardboard or I don't know what he said it tasted like. And I don't know what Chipotle he's going to, but he needs to go to a different one because I, I'm i not like Chipotle is the best, but Chipotle is pretty damn good. And I just cannot believe this take that it tastes like garbage. Okay, all right, let me ask you this. So in, in terms of burritos comparing chipotle to other chains or even any other mexican style restaurants i will take any local burrito over chipotle they're not the same thing though no they're not but that's what i'll take chipotle over any other fast food chain like i'm i'm going to california right yeah i'm going to chipotle to get a burrito if i'm in california because I don't trust California burritos. <laughs> Why would I trust California burritos? They because it's probably authentic. No, 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 no. California puts French fries in their burritos. Okay. Go to Del authentic. Taco. And look where they're at now. I feel like you just made my point for me, but like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. If I find a hole in the wall, sure. Has a, so Taqueria or something like that. Yeah, I'll get a, a couple of weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, I was in Dallas. Um, Harry, I was like in your neck of the woods. Not couple, really, dude. <laughs> Texas is well, massive. No, no, no. I was back in Texas uh, last weekend because there was a death, a family friend's death. Oh yeah, you're in Waco, huh? Yeah, I was down there in Waco, um, Laguna, I, Laguna Park, actually. There's this little hole in the re- hole in the wall restaurant, and you guys will probably think I'm lying. Um, called El Pollo Loco. No, I don't think you're lying at all. Also, is also which El Pollo Loco is also featured on Breaking Bad. So I had to give this place a try. Their queso burrito. It's freaking incredible. <laughs> Harry, nobody is saying Chipotle is the best. I would yeah. take Stuffies. several several local burritos over Chipotle. Stuffy, but they're different things. A Stuffy's burrito isn't the same thing as a Chipotle burrito. No, All not burritos there. are not created equally. All burrito lives matter. <laughs> I mean, so I, I would take I would take a Stripes burrito. I would take a Blake's burrito breakfast burrito. Now that's a whole separate conversation. But in terms of just burritos, I would take. Stripes, I would take Blake's, I would, would probably even take get Twisters. What do I get at Stripes? I mean, I've tried yeah. everything on the menu. I don't have a, 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 a like one set thing, but I like their, I like their corned beef one. But all right, you're um, dead to me. But yeah, it's and, and like any local place, like I'll, I would rather go to Sadie's and get a burrito. I would rather go to El Patron or El Pinto and, and get burritos than go to Chipotle. I mean, they're still technically, they're still all burritos, you know, they, they're, it's more of a Californized burrito, Chipotle? but yeah. Cause I, 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 I want to say Chipotle is a West coast chain. Yeah. Don't be rude. It's uh, they were actually made in California Okay. or not California, Colorado. Sorry. They, the history of Chipotle is actually fascinating. Um, there was a podcast that I used to listen to, Business Wars. 
I think is what it was called. And they had a Chipotle situation. Uh, favorite burrito? Um, bean and chicharron from a place that no longer exists in Belen. Uh Second favorite, bean and chicharron from Burritos Alstante, which there's a Burritos Alstante in Albuquerque that you should check out if you have not been. It is over on Broadway and Gibson-ish. No, not Gibson. Broadway and 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 Avenida. No, Gibson. I think it is Gibson. Um, very, very good. Very, very good. Expensive. They were made here. Or they their first restaurant was here in Las Lunas, and they opened up, and then they branched out. The thing that drives me nuts about them though is I used to get like one burrito. It would fill me up as a teenager when I ate more, and it was like. 450 and now one burrito is like 725 and i have to order two of them to fill me up so but they are still very good i would have to say the carne alvada burrito from bucadillos that's not a bad option no that's not a bad option at all um I, the carne alvada burrito from frontier and... pretty pretty tasty for two dollars it depends if you get it in the morning. If you get it like at two or three in the afternoon, don't do it. When did we go, Seth? Uh, we went after uh, Mesa del Sol. Yeah, I got one day and it was pretty tasty. Harry, that's the one place that I wish we would have gotten. Frontier. Yeah. Frontier. Because Dion's is great. It's pizza. It's, it is local, uh, but it's pizza. And pizza is kind of pizza. Like we could have went Saggio's, we could have went Saggio's Frontier back to back. Ah, that'd have been nice. But next time we'll get you out to Frontier. Um, I mean, go ahead, Earl. These are conversations we're supposed to have on the off season. Well, it kind of is the off season because we we have a preview, uh, two previews, I guess. But uh, we don't have any games to recap, so this is our recap time. Uh, (laughs) Gotcha. Um, in terms of burrito, I think you've got two different categories of burrito. You've got your breakfast burrito and you've got your, your, just your lunch or dinner burrito. And so there's a place I used to go down, down in, uh, Bosque farms, Benny's Benny's is fantastic. Oh man. Deep fried bean and cheese with red chili and a side fries. I grew up in Benny's. I, there's a there's a guy that works there. He's a cook. He's got a big ponytail. His name is Robert. I have known him since I was like two feet tall. And yes, I will fully, fully agree with, with those burritos being incredible. They're deep fried, so they're kind of different. But, uh, but oh man, they're good. Now, if you're going to go to go to Benny's, not Benny's 2. Yeah, no. Benny's yeah. 2 is trash. Yeah, you gotta Sorry, go to Benny's and you gotta go to Biddy's and Bosky Farms. That's that's the spot, man. Like that was one of the that was the first place I ever had green chili. Oh, oh dude. I fell in love with green chili. <laughs> my grandma down there. My grandma to this day will not go back to Benny's because she said that they tried to kill her. Uh <laughs> because she got green chili on a burrito or a burger sometime one time, and it was so hot that she says, No, they tried to kill me. I will not go back there. And she will go okay. back there. She just won't get chili. 
So yeah, I think you got, I think you got to answer that question in one of two ways. You know, breakfast burrito versus lunch and dinner. Benny's uh, is hands down for me the best burrito. Now there's a ton of food trucks and local restaurants in and around Albuquerque. El Pinto's got the some fantastic burritos. Uh, El Patron's are really good. There's some fantastic food trucks around town. Um, breakfast hot burritos, hot take. Uh, give me a lunch dinner burrito over a breakfast burrito. Oh yeah, all absolutely, day, every day. absolutely. But you know, in terms of in terms of local breakfast options, I'm so, taking a breakfast burrito. So locally, um, because obviously I don't go to Albuquerque that often anymore. Um, I'm pretty much set in my little cubicle in the East Mountains, in the middle of freaking nowhere, kind of like Jacob. Um, don't you go to Albuquerque all the time for work? No, not anymore. Oh. Um. Only because my area manager is stepping down or moving up. So I am now in charge of like the entire region. So wouldn't so that I'm mean trying, you have to go to Albuquerque more? So I'm trying to stay away from there as much as I possibly can so I don't flip out and tell people off. Um, okay. So Chili Hills. Chili Hills is good. Their breakfast burrito, if you get the hash browns extra crispy, on point. You know what I got? What did I get there that one time we, we met? Was it the chicken wrap? You got chicken wrap. That chicken wrap was delicious, dude. Heck yeah, it was. Um, there's also right, another so- hole in the wall place across the street from my office called Lulu's Kitchen. Lulu's. If you All right, get so the- this off season, we're going on the road and we're touring New Mexican restaurants. Deal. <laughs> um. The one place that we will stop that we will not stop by is Harry's favorite taco place or burrito place. <laughs> I was like, no, where, is he going with this? where is he going with this? Lulu's kitchen has um depends if you catch them like at five or six in the morning when they're su- when the tortillas and everything is super fresh. Um he has the best handheld bacon and green chili burrito. Probably in the world, I would fight anyone on it. It's a bold you, take you get, there, buddy. You can get the bacon extra crispy, the potatoes extra crispy. They're not hash browns, they're papas. Um, you can get those. Another hot take. Crispy. I don't like my bacon extra crispy. Well, then you're crazy. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't like it like, like this. At this moment, so you don't like it when your bacon flops like Solomon Asante. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't like it to break like ooh, it could have gotten some dark places there. But I won't. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh yeah, I get tacos have... there? Oh, oh uh, we Casa know what tacos are. Casa Taco. Casa Taco is the shit. Love uh, last Casa call. Taco. Last call? Yes, their burritos are legit too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they are. We Harry, can go on and on. Yeah, Harry. Next time you come out here, we are like, we're gonna definitely gonna take you to some lo- some more, some even more local places, and let let you see what we got out here. But Wait, you um, can, Harry, you can still bring AJ, and yeah. we'll stop at Dion's and we'll get him a pizza. Then we'll throw him in the car with the pizza, <laughs> and then we'll just drive around town, tr- sampling everything. Now, what they need to do, the multi million dollar idea. Okay, write it down. You know how breweries have the flights of beer? Yes. They need flights of burritos. There you go. Do like like little mini burritos? Yeah. Like a little yeah. three or four ounce burrito. Oh. Are, we, are we opening up our new restaurant now? Yes, yes. we are. 
That's what we're doing. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> pick copyrighted. Is in. I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted as fuck, bro. <laughs> Probably. Um, I do yeah, not trust this website you're on. I'm going to... Uh, I got to find a restaurant down in Las Lunas to take Logan to on Friday night. because I tried Las to Lunas? find a place... Yeah, I'm also missed because I, he wants to go see uh, Sonic, the Hedgehog so and there's nowhere in Albuquerque showing it this weekend. Oh, really? Like, uh, yeah, it's gonna be down at Starlight, so I'm gonna take him down there and uh, figure out some place to go. I might take him over to like maybe like Teofilos or something, but Teofilos is good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, anyway, now that our mental health seems to be in a, in a better state, we do have two matches. Well, to yeah, talk we were talking about, about food. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I'm hungry. Fixes anybody's mental health. I'm down almost. I'm down thirty plus pounds, and I'm freaking hungry. Like, well, let's talk <laughs> about food. Like, no, I'm, I'm I'm serious. Like, and and that's part of it too. Like, you know, I've been on. I'm seriously down over thirty pounds. Like, just trying to eat better, working out a little bit here and there, and so like you know, all of that and this and talking to you guys like puts me in a better place. It really does. And, uh, and, and so, you know, looking ahead, we got to, we're going to put the past behind us. We're going to get over these two losses in a row that New Mexico United has had. And we're going to look forward to first off. Are we though? Yes. Yes. Are we? we are Sacramento FC tomorrow night. And then on the weekend, the fighting Landons. Uh, so, <laughs> so tomorrow night on the road at Sacramento, we've obviously seen some goals against Sacramento in the past. The club has been, pushing the the Brucey banger uh, out there on social media. Sacramento is actually winless in their last three, but they are still above the Mendoza lines uh, as of, uh, as of tonight. Uh, so what do you guys look at looking at as far as Sacramento and do you, what do you think New Mexico has to do on the road tomorrow? Score. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, I, you asked, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of right there with Earl. Uh, these <laughs> these these games lately have just been driving me nuts not being able to find the back of the net and uh I, it it feels in some ways like last year and in some ways not like last year but in the ways that it feels like last year it seems like we started and every match I was like oh it's going to be four nothing it's going to be four nothing and i truly believed that a breakout was coming that was going to be like three or four or five goals in a game. And uh, I'm, I'm in that same boat right now. Like, I feel like at any minute we could bust out and, and get, you know, three, four, five, six goals in a match uh, like San, San Antonio did uh, on Saturday. Yet we just can't seem to do it. We can't even seem to get one lately. Uh, or more than one anyways. And so um, until we start finishing chances and and actually getting some goals up, um, that will be my answer as to what we need to do is finish. I think the defense has been solid. Uh, not great, but solid. Um, if, if we could get Kalen back, which... Um, <laughs> it was against Monterey Bay. Uh, so does it really count Harry says, uh, and that's a very good question. Um, but I, I saw the score, so it, it counts apparently, even if it is against a USL league one team. Um, well, so the, what does that mean for San Antonio's win over Monterey Bay? San Antonio's or yeah. 
That's the one we were talking about. That's the one they scored five in. I mean, it it was a win against a. Was it six? Yeah, it was six. No, sorry, Harry. I was shorting you guys when it was six. <laughs> Who scored five against him? Was it El Paso? Yeah. Anyways, um, I think the defense and the possession, and we've kind of seen two different styles. We saw a really heavy possession um, against, was it San Antonio? Mm-hmm. Uh, that just never led anything. We kind of saw the opposite where we didn't really have a lot of possession and still had a lot of chances. I think our XG aside from the San Antonio match has been really good. We just need to take that XG and actually put it into goals instead of expected goals. And, and I think we'll be okay. I I really want riding back. That's where I was going with this. Oh, Earl's dying. Went down the wrong pipe. Um, I really want riding back and, and David or somebody from the club, if you're out there, can we get an update on what the hell is actually going on with riding? Because we've seen him in a walking boot Saturday against San, last Saturday against San Antonio. He was not in a walking boot, um, which is a good sign. Uh, so is he, is he coming back soon? Is he not like, I, I just need to know these things. Uh, and similar to Tambacas, um, even though I think Cody has done a pretty good job filling in for him. Uh, we, we need our keeper who is actually training with us every week and, and is the long-term plan there for the rest of the year back. Uh, and I, I'm not worried about the defense that I definitely won't be uh, when they come back. It's, it just comes down to finishing same as last year. Yeah, definitely agree on needing Kalen back. As you said, we don't know what's going on. We haven't heard an exact injury status. You, you mentioned the walking boot. I hypothesized last week with Harry that it was a stress fracture of some kind, which seems likely given the nature of, of how those uh, of how you how you help uh, recuperate and treat those. You know, the walking boot would would play into that. You know, a friend of mine has a stress fracture. And is in a walking boot, so you know it's entirely possible. It could be an ankle, it could be you know, we don't we don't know, but and it's nothing against the guys who've been playing back there. You know they've been playing pretty well. We haven't really given up too many clear chances at the back. And like I said, Cody's played well, um, but Cody won't be with us the entire season, as far as far as we know. As far as we know, Alex will be back here within the next couple of weeks, and you know, Cody's going to go back to NYC, but yeah, it's, it's just, I think really the issue is more in the attacking third and the midfield. I think we're fine defensively. We're not stellar at this point. We're not, we're not a standout at, we're not a standout at any, at any particular position, but it's the play in the midfield and, and the final third that has to be better. It absolutely has to be. And I think, I think against Sacramento, they are a club that does give up a few goals. They've given up uh, a little over one a game so far this year. And so I think they're a club that we can create some opportunities against, but we need that play in the middle. And I don't know if you guys listened to the show last week. Harry and I talked about the possibility of New Mexico United going out and bringing someone in before you know even the mid the midway point of the season. We're now a quarter of the way through. Well, United's still a little bit behind everybody else, but... 
do you think that's a step that needs to be taken? Or do you think that the guys that we have, Earl, are going to be good enough to go forward and create opportunities in these upcoming matches? Um, so I think the people we have right now is good enough. I mean, we played, God, I'm terrible at math, but probably like three games in eight days or something like that. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So obviously one of those games was eventually meaningless because it was an open cup game. Um, which Jacob begs to differ, but I don't care about his opinion. Um, Real quick, Josh, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Just kidding, Jacob. Got another love you, kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we're we're good. I mean, we have Mondo coming back sometime in the future, in the in a month or two, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so that adds to our attack, which means you can now run with two midfielders, attacking midfielders to help out with defense as well as the attack, which essentially will put you four attackers on there. Um, so, yeah, I think we're fine. Um, the only big question mark, like we've all said, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, is Kalen Wrighton. I mean, as long as he's out, our defense is going to suffer because obviously as good as Sam is, he's not Kalen Wrighton. Well, fortunately, Sam's not playing in the back, but um, you know, point, your point points taken because we've had we've had Will, Rosh, Austin, Josh Suggs. Um, we've had Ratty back there. Ratty, of course, you know, tends to play a little bit higher up, though. There was a um, game that he that Sam played the back. There was. Oh, yeah, there was one, but for the most part, it's it's. Been, I think that was when both Kalen and Josh were out. But after Josh came back, you, we saw. Um, and I think because I think there was a little bit of rotation there as well. Um, I'm trying to remember. I have to go back and look and see exactly which match that was. But you know, it's typically been Austin, Will, and uh, Alexi back there, and you see Rosh and they're swapping now. But I, I get your point. Sam is not Kalen, but you know, uh, Sam is definitely more of a midfielder. Who? Sorry, I'm not. I'm not ignoring. You. I have to. I have to plug in. I'm almost gonna die. No worries. Who would we? Who would we go to, or who would we look to get? Like not necessarily a name, but like what kind of player? You need a. You know what we need? We need Chris Weehan to be Chris Weehan. Stop talking about Chris Weehan. <laughs> they we stop a, talking about. You're gonna him. get us canceled. Maybe we stop talking about him, then you know he'll he'll, he'll pop up. But I don't know. We need a we need a creator. We need a driver. We need that that engine player Man. in the midfield. <laughs> quit, quit talking about him. It's like it's it's the Beetlejuice factor. You keep saying it, he's going to pop up, and it's going to be a bad thing. But if you just leave it alone, it's going to be okay. Um, we had we had we had. <laughs> And and Harry and I talked about Chris last week too. And it's so just like before we, you we need before someone. you continue, Seth. Yeah, Harry has to go, has to leave. He has to get some sleep because um, he has to pretend he's Earl and go to bed early. Um, so Harry, good night. We will talk to you probably next week. I'm sure. All right, Harry, Harry have a good one. Love you. 
I like this comment here from Josh. We played two of the best teams to their limits. The San Antonio penalty was a tough call. We got a good squad, but got to make those shots when the opportunity comes. Absolutely right. And right here, we need a leader. I've been saying this since season one. We need a Peyton Manning out there. Um, I mean, yeah, great points there by Josh over in the chat. You know, it's – I don't necessarily think it's a, it's a lack of a leader. I think it's a lack of cohesion and lack of that engine. For whatever reason, in Zach Prince's system, number 41 just isn't quite clicking yet. And – we just there's just something missing that ball needs to go forward. And I like I liked what we ran the past couple matches out. And I felt like it we did well. You know, look at like the four the four four two diamond. I think that played well. Um but we just don't have that connection there. And you know, so you know what'll get him will get he who shall not be named clicking? What's that? The Daniel Bruce treatment. Put him on the bench. I mean, you I mean look, at Brucey, look at Brucey last season. He he rode the bench and came on as a sub. This season, he's probably most improved from last season. Asian Pacific Heritage Month. Uh, Asian American Pacific Heritage Month is the month that I've been seeing on TNT trying to watch the basketball games this week. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Um, uh we we have played two of the better teams very tough um we have a good squad i think had had the oakland and orange county matches not been last second draws going against us then maybe i can stomach the phoenix and san antonio matches a little better but when you group all four of those together it just leaves a really bad taste in your mouth, and uh, and and I think that when it, when we look back at at uh, your initial question of of should we go and add somebody, I mean I'm always for adding more depth. I think we've seen already this year how injuries can affect you uh, in a certain position group, whether that's defenders or the midfield. I wouldn't mind seeing a couple more midfielders come in. Because uh, I feel like we have Hamilton and Portillo, and then maybe Rivas and kind of Azira. And if we were to lose any one of those four, especially if it's Portillo or Hamilton, uh, we're in trouble in the midfield uh, as far as depth is concerned. So, so I could see that. Um, but I, I think if you look at us from top to bottom, like Nico, Nico has been the one finishing. Um, he Nico has looked very good. Preston has looked dangerous. He hasn't quite finished yet um, at the pace that I would like, but he's been good. Uh, Josh Minson mentions Nava there. Play Nava more. He's like a Manu Ginobili out there. Um, Manu Ginobili is a basketball player, for those of you that don't know. Um, Nava has, has, has looked electric out there. Um, I Nava's just so freaking small, guys. Like, I understand that soccer is not about everything. You look at Solomon Asante, and he's five foot nothing. Um, and even though he flops like a fish, he was still a very, 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 very productive soccer player. Um, and so not saying that Nava can't be that way. Nava's just young and small, which is a combination that for a team that wants to win a championship, 
I don't think you can necessarily rely on him. Uh, he can definitely come in and play more than he has. Um, but I think if you're looking at Nava to be your week in and out, week in, week out starter, um, you're you're not going to get to the goals that I think we've set for this team. And I think this, the club is set for themselves. Uh, but everywhere up and down the lineup, the new additions, the returning players, I think they've all looked good to really good at times. And I think that their potential, <clears throat> sorry, their potential is, you know, a championship caliber squad. And so I'm not going to say we need to find somebody else, but I wouldn't mind seeing a, a couple depth depth pieces added. Uh, Tenari, I'm looking at you. Um, Dev, I'm looking at you. Uh, Hey, 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 hey. Dev's too busy making commercials right now. I don't know what you're talking about. He's on he he's on a commercial on KOAT. I saw him this morning. Oh, okay. I was gonna text you guys if you guys wouldn't reply back anyway, so I'm sorry, I forgot to charge my phone. You guys phone you guys did. realize you guys realize <laughs> that you guys will have twenty text threads. And then I will jump in after you guys have texted each other 20 times. I'll jump in right away, not like two hours later. And then the it just goes silent on me. Because <laughs> there's just there's just nothing. Well, yeah, we're done talking. And I'm like, really, guys? You you had this 20 minute conversation while I was at work, and now that I actually can reply, you just goes. I swear, you guys are in a separate te- separate thread. As soon as that happens, you're just like, ah, <laughs> look at him, <laughs> look at him, just out there wep- flailing in the wind. What a loser! No, me and my wife actually had the conversation on the way home today because she asked if I sent you that video. I said, yeah, but they didn't reply back. And she's like, oh, really? I realized, yeah. So usually how it goes is we'll text each other for a little bit and then we'll stop for like a month, and then also, we'll text each other. And then we'll stop for like a month. I cannot get the video to play larger than this yeah. on my phone. Mine wouldn't it. either. Yeah, it was like all pixelated and tiny. And oh, yeah. It looked like he was like trying on a, a suit and dancing or. Hang on. I'll figure this out for you guys. Do a share as link when you do it instead of like just sending the, the video to do like share as link. And that seems to like work like cross platform. Like between Android and iOS, so um, or just send but, it to me because it'll it'll work for me if you just send it to me because yeah, I actually have Apple, yeah. unlike and I will not go back to Apple. So, um, but looking back at San Antonio, Sacramento, um, New Mexico and Sacramento played three times in their history. All three times were way back in the 2019 season. Sacramento does hold a two-one record all time against New Mexico United uh, that season. New Mexico lost at home. Sacramento by a final of 3-0, beat Sacramento on the road 2-1, and then lost to Sacramento in the playoffs in the play-in round by a final of 2-1 as well. Um, Sacramento is a club that I think could we could see competing uh, for the playoffs this season. Uh, I don't think they're as strong as other people as some other people think they are, but I think they will be in, in be in competition for one of those playoff spots. Uh, they've scored 10 times. They've given up nine. They're not quite, I haven't seen them really be convincing in any of their matches that I've watched so far. Um, 
Is there anyone in particular that you think needs to be a standout for, for either club, Jacob? Mm. <laughs> no. I, I mean, Nico. Nico and, and he who shall we and I'm not gonna be this he who shall not be named thing with him. Uh they need to be better. That Wehan needs to be better and and Nico needs to do what Nico's been doing and that's finishing. And if those two things happen, I think we're solid. And then as for them, I don't I believe Douglas Martinez is still hurt. And so we will catch a break if that's the case. He's a very, very, very talented forward. Um, other than that, nobody, no name on their team sheet like really sticks out to me. Earl, is there anyone that you've got your eye on for tomorrow night? Nope. I got my eye on my internet bogging out because I tried to download that video, which didn't work anyways. Um, so I'll email it to you guys. <clears throat> All right. Um, Sacramento. No, no one stands out to me. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, you know, for me, it, it's, it's going to be more about us than about them. Uh, I think that we, we do have to, I mean, we, we keep talking about, you know, be better in the final third, be better in the midfield. I think defensively we're going to be okay. They're not a like Sacramento is not a club that gets sorry, a lot of opportunities. Um, they have a very low conversion rate. I think it's, I think it's like twelve percent conversion rate on their shots. So, um, yeah, they've had eighty-two total shots so far. Only thirty-six have even been on target with ten goals. So they're scoring just over a goal a match. So you know they're not necessarily a high-powered club. I mean, their two top scorers both only have two goals. So, you know, it's going to be more about us. Can we finish the opportunities that we have? Can we, you know, play Nico in behind? Can we get Preston? Can we get Preston and Nico just bombing down the pitch? That's what we need. You know, maybe play a little bit over the top, gonna open the game up a little bit, let them showcase their speed and, and make plays on their own. I, I think that's where it's going to be for us. I think we've got the speed to really make a difference up top. And so, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I think that, this could be one where we go on the road and pick up, uh, pick up points. Uh, so I'll start us off with our predictions on this one. I'm going to say two, one United on the road. Two nil. Um, they do have a few familiar names, uh, for those of you that are um, maybe a little more curious about who's actually on their roster, um, they have they have a an El Paso player, Nick Ross. Nick Ross was probably like the least hated El Paso player in my book on my list. So I don't. I mean, he's there. It is what it is. Uh, Rodrigo Lopez played for RGV last year. Um, we saw him uh, quite a bit. I don't think he really hurt us last year. And then going way back to 2019 against Reno, uh, rest in peace, the player who scored the goal that led to our first loss, uh, Duke Lacroix, 
uh, plays for them. And I actually kind of like Duke and hope that it, that doesn't come back to bite me in the ass um, this weekend. But I will go ahead and say they are, they are undefeated at home. 3-0-1 at home. So they, they do tend to play tough at home. But I will say 1-0 United. 1-0 United. All right. There you have it. Those are our predictions for this week. For for tomorrow night, we do all have United winning on the road. I think it's a great opportunity for United to pick up some points. Uh, and now that, we, now that United has two matches in hand against pretty much every other team in the Western Conference, um, it's going to give them opportunity to pick up some points and get back into those playoff positions early on. Looking ahead to the weekend, the Fighting Landons come into town on Saturday evening for the Cinco de Mayo match, Mother's Day match, whatever you decide to call it. Uh, I know that there is a special TIFO that's been painted for this weekend. Uh, I have not seen it. I have heard it looks fantastic, though, so can't wait to see that on Saturday night. San Diego Loyal, obviously one of the one of the best stories in the Western Conference this season. They only have, they have two losses on the year, one coming the other day to uh, Lou City, which is probably not unexpected because of the fact that Lou City is you know, Lou City. And then their other loss was to FC Tulsa back in their third match of the season. <clears throat> so San Diego Loyal currently sitting on 19 points in third position in the table. Uh, San Antonio and Colorado Springs are both ahead of them, do both have a match in hand. Um, honestly, I think at this point, this is going to be the one of the tougher matches of the season. Uh, we all know that San Diego Loyal brought in the insurrectionist Andrew Carlton in the offseason. And, uh, you know, he's performed pretty well for them. And that entire squad has. And they're someone that I had circled on the calendar that I couldn't wait to see them come into town. We've talked about it, you know, since last season because we, we haven't played them yet. And uh, and so I think this is a – or no, we did have one match against them last year, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so I think this is this is going to be a, a huge test for United at home. Um, obviously, we like to think of the lab as as our fortress that United isn't going to lose there, but you know we've seen a loss and two draws at home so far this season. So, what are your thoughts on Saturday night out of the lab? Well, I think so. Last year was a one-one draw uh, with. With uh, Ilya Illich scoring in stoppage time, or right Fantastic before stoppage goal, time, by the way. Yeah, um, goal of the week, if I'm not mistaken. It, it was goal of the week, and I yeah. that was the match that uh, Mondo tore his ACL. Yeah, so um, it is a is a club that yes, they're really talented and they are very very good, um, but I think they're gettable. Like I don't. I, I personally, in the West especially, I don't look at anybody as, like, I'm not scared of anybody in the West. I think there's a ton of very good teams in the West, but I think we're one of them. And we can, if we play our best or play anywhere near our best, hang with with anybody in the West. And probably anybody in the East, even. Uh, Lucidity, I don't know. But, um, I mean, it's a team that, Maybe I've watched more of for some reason. I think I've watched more of their games because when they play Phoenix, it's really fun. And when they play um, Sacramento, Sacramento, it's been fun. Uh, yeah, they're cross when they play Lucidity, obviously, when they play those top teams in the West or in the East. 
their matches are pretty entertaining. So, like, I look at the names, um, you know, Colin Martin, who came out as gay last year or the year before, uh, the first first openly gay player in the USL, um, and also is very talented on top of that. Uh, Guido, Jack Blake, Jack Metcalf, Charlie Adams. Um, they just have a, a lot. Thomas Among. Um, and then they bring in somebody like Kyle Vassell, who who's performed really well for them in the forward position. They 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 are very talented, um, but I I think that depending, see, I I, I hate to pick this game because I kind of want to see what happens tomorrow night. Um, but if I'm going with we win one nothing tomorrow night, then uh, I think we can get some confidence off of that especially if we can get some healthy faces back in there, like Raiden, um, which I know he doesn't contribute to the goal scoring directly, typically. Um, I think his presence in the back line can free up everybody else to play a little looser and a little more attacking. And and so I think if we can see him back and we get a win midweek and have some confidence going to the lab for Cinco de Mayo, um, which, by the way, Seth, uh, if you at all can grab me a flag because um, they look incredible um, and a poster. FYI. Okay. But anyways, uh, I know I'm needy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'll be thinking about you in California while you're doing that for me. Okay. Um, but I, I think we can we can build off that. And I, I feel fairly good at this point in time about this game. Now, if we get our butts kicked tomorrow, or if we give up a late goal to lose or tie, um, throw all that out the window. Um, I'll be very pessimistic for this game, but as it sits right now, I'm pretty, pretty optimistic about it. Earl, you know, like Jacob said, there is obviously the match in between. Uh, what are your thoughts on Saturday against San Diego? So <clears throat> I called 2-0 before. Um, if we pick up that 2-0 or even 2-1 like you called, um, if we pick up that win, uh, I think we go into Saturday with a lot of confidence. Um, it'd be nice to see a bunch of healthy people back. It'd be nice to see we had actually scored maybe a goal or two. Um, it'd be nice to just see United finish any goal that they try to score. Um, so if it goes our way, 2-0 or 2-1, either one, um, I say 3-0 on Saturday. 3-0 on Saturday. All right. I like the optimism there. I really do. I like the optimism. But um, that's only writing on if we have, obviously, Wednesday going our way um, and hopefully a healthy Kalen right in standing in the midfield, in the mid, in the back. Yeah, Kalen's going to be big uh, to have back on Saturday night. Hopefully, we'll get some match notes, David Carl, if you're listening. Um so we have an idea of who may or may not be back for this series of matches this week. Yeah, um, I really hope you guys do get match notes this week. 
just just a small shot fire fired there by Earl. Um, David, if you're listening, private message me on Facebook um, so we can try to get me on this uh, distribution list. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know I don't know what I'm talking about about nine days out of the week, but uh, but yeah, looking at Saturday, it's um. I think a lot of it is going to be that that mental that mental test. You know, playing two games in in three days. Uh, obviously, United's already done it this season. There's they're something they're very familiar with. A lot of the guys have done it in the past, but it, especially against a team like San Diego Loyal, they they take their opportunities. They don't miss they don't miss a lot of them, and they've played against some of the best in the West and the East so far this season. Uh, obviously, you know they have wins over over Phoenix. They have wins over Sacramento, Tampa Bay, uh, Charleston Battery, who were a playoff club last season. Uh, they beat LA Galaxy, who is a currently in the playoff spot so far this year. And then they also beat uh, lowly El Paso. So not too concerned about that. I mean, here, who hasn't, right? <laughs> Monterey Bay. Ah! Um. But yeah, I mean, they're an exciting. San Diego is an exciting club to watch. Um, they are, you know, they're they're responding well to Landon. They really are. They they that club has grown together. They've they've meshed well, and I think that they're going to be one of the top clubs in the Western Conference throughout the season this year. So Saturday is going to be a real test. Um, I would obviously would like to see us come away with three points. Um, I think it ends up being 2-2 on Saturday night. I don't think I gave a prediction today. No. 2-1. Uh, 2-1. Us or them? Uh, either or. No, I'm just kidding. Us. <laughs> all right. We got 2-1, 3-0, and 2-2. Two, two. Uh, obviously, we're all hoping for wins in, in both of these matches, but it's going to be a a test this week for New Mexico United travel in between and getting back and forth and playing two very good Western conference sides. Uh, I think this is going to give us a lot to, to, to build off of in the next uh, few weeks and months. And, you know, maybe we get some word from the club on the status of a couple of guys who've been out uh, with injuries. So, um, yeah, there you have it folks. That's, uh, that's our show for this evening. You guys got anything else before Jacob gets us out of here? All right, then. Sweet. Um, Josh, Harry, uh, thank you guys for popping in the chat. Um, we always enjoy having interaction there. Uh, we will be back. Well, I might take my podcast stuff to California. I'm not 100% sure yet, but nah, somebody, enjoy will your vacation. somebody will be here. Somebody will be here. To talk about those two games, um, plus previewing the. Hold on, I have it right here. Don't tell me. Uh, <laughs> Charleston match uh, that will be on the fourteenth, and um, and and we'd love to have you guys back. We will hopefully be talking about six points, but uh, I'll take four. I might even take three at this point. I don't really know. Uh, we just need a positive result there. So until then, guys, uh, stay safe out there. Again, if you need somebody to talk to or 
anything like that, reach out to us. Uh, use something like BetterHelp. I was literally about to say BetterHelp when Seth mentioned it earlier. Um, it's okay to not be okay. Um, and so if you need anything, let us know. Uh, and until next Tuesday at 9 o'clock, Somos Venus. You've been listening to Somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United, the USL, and the New Mexico Runners. All of our shows are recorded live on Tuesday nights and are streamed on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. An audio-only version of the show goes live later in the week on all major podcast platforms. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bidoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto, and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using StreamYard and Audacity.